the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, this is Dr. Trudy, the host of The Christian View. Today's episode, we are taking some of your questions and we are weighing them against the Word of God. So you don't want to miss this. Your question may be answered today here on The Christian View. With everyone in the world with their own view. Ever wonder if God has a view? And, and that's what the show's all about. What's God's view versus our view? Topics that affect our daily life. does have a view. Your host, Dr. Trudy Simmons, The Christian View. What a great audience we have today. Thank you all for being here. And thank you all for watching at home or listening by radio or podcast. This is The Christian View. We take today's hot topics and weigh it against the Word of God because God does have a view. We have a great discussion today. We're taking questions that you guys have sent in to us, and we're going to talk about them today. And it's called The Christian View Table Talk. But before we get into those questions, let me introduce those sitting around the table with me. Trudy Davis, thank you for being here. Thank you. Pastor Lee Adams, thank you for joining us. Pastor Hope Carpenter, thank you. Thank you. And Sherry Rigby. Thank y'all for being here. Check out what they're doing. Um, I say this all the time, but I want you to check out what they're doing mm-hmm. in addition to the Christian view because they have such great ministries. And so you don't want to miss what's going on in their life separate from the Christian view. So thank y'all for being here. Um, well, so we get we get emails from y'all all the time. We get prayer requests. And I'm just so honored that you trust us with your prayer requests and your questions. And so today we're going to take some time and answer some questions. So Lee, Andrea sent us a question and it was... What's the difference in today's society with God's favor versus man's favor? That's well, a pretty tough question. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, if I was just to answer it based on just myself, I would tell her, first and foremost, I think that God does have a favor, and it's me. It's you. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> I can clearly but, see that. You're, you're one of my favorites, too. So. But secondly, yeah. when I think about the difference between favor and favoritism, I think that favor from God is not based upon any merit, but it's based on the assignment that God has on the life of the person, yeah. and it's going to be displayed based on that worth. And the person doesn't complete the assignment the favor that was there will move away. But when we think about favoritism, it's based about worth. You know, something that somebody did or perceived worth mm-hmm. by the individual that you display to that person. And a lot of times it's not based upon anything or any value other than for a selfish reason of the person that's giving it out. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. Now, what would you say if someone said, but think about Job and Joseph and King David. They were supposed to have favor on their lives and look what they went through. They were persecuted for the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Well, I would say to them that even in that, again, it was for the assignments mm-hmm. that God had on their life. Mm-hmm. And when they did what God wanted them to do, even though has the enemy may have come in and may have seemingly had a, just a field day in their life, mm-hmm. the favor of God in the end brought about the end result and the victory that God wanted. And just like with Joseph, it was to save much people alive. It wasn't so much just for Joseph, but it was for a whole, it was for all of his mm-hmm. kinsmen. Right. It was for a whole nation. 
nation of people to benefit mm-hmm. from that favor on that assignment. Mm-hmm. Right. That's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. You know what I think, too, is I don't think it necessarily has to always be mutually exclusive. Mm-hmm. I think that you, I mean, I don't think the Bible says you will have favor with God and mm-hmm. man. Right. And, yes. and if we are living in our assignment, then God will favor us, but so will we have the favor of man because it's yes. really the Holy yeah. Spirit right. they see in us. Yeah. And it's everybody wants that, whether they know it yet or not. Right, yeah. right. That's a good point. Uh, it's interesting, too, for me, being in the entertainment business, you know, we're constantly always either, you know, striving for man's favor, and it's something we're constantly looking for, and I love it. This is where I kind of always go for me, um, is that in Galatians 1.10, it says, you know, there's two great questions, and it says, ask when faced with either striving, are you striving for man's favor? Are you seeking man's favor? And I think we have to ask ourselves those questions always, no matter what it is that we're doing and how, you know, what are we operating in? But I love what you said, Trudy, about man's favor as well, because when we are operating and walking first and foremost for God, seeking God's favor first, then that is poured out abundantly. And that's when we will receive also man's favor. Exactly. So seeking him first in his kingdom then allows us to have that favor from me as well. And I'm sure you see this a lot in your ministry. Yeah, you know, because we're not qualified. Right. I know I'm not good enough. (laughs) I know that I don't know enough. Right. And I just sit back sometimes and think, God, this is truly only you. I mean, you open doors that I had no idea you know, but and I think through. that yeah. faithfulness plays a key too. Yes. You know, he says, if you're faithful in little, yes. mm-hmm. he will reward you with much. Right. And, and I think he's watching us in those Joseph times in right. the pit. Yes. He's watching us uh, in the furnace of affliction mm-hmm. to see if we're faithful. Right. And then if we prove faithful, then he can give us stewardship over a little bit more than a little bit more. You know, the people who are like wanting to get saved yesterday in the microphone tomorrow, I, that's just <laughs> almost not even been realistic. Right, right. Yeah, that's true. You know, he wants, he's going to test us. He's going to yes. test to see if our character can hold yes. that weight, so can I'm hold so that important. favor. So important. Yeah. Being able and, to hold the favor. You know, too, in this society that we're in, where it's so much about social media and how many likes did you get and how many followers you have, what, I, what comes to my mind is what good does it do for a man to gain the world and lose their soul. And also, I think this is so important to keep in mind, is that being overly concerned about what other people think about us is a form of bondage. And on the other side of that coin is it can also become an idol. And it takes our focus away from what God would have us to do and, and feeling the Holy Spirit's yes. presence. It steals our peace. Right. And I think that goes again, along the lines of fear of man. Are you fearing God? Yes. And if we're yes. fearing man, then yes. we are going to walk in that bondage and we are going to want the favor of man on our lives versus the favor of God. Absolutely. Yes. And in fact, in that scripture verse in Galatians, it says, you know, if I am still pleasing men, I would not be a bond servant. Yes. Right. 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 And so right there it says, you know, if we're trying to seek that favor first from man, we're not the servant to the Lord first. Right. Right. I think when Proverbs says, to when a man's ways pleases the Lord, he'll yeah. make even his enemies. Yes, that favor for this comes from that. And you were saying the obedience and yeah. doesn't necessarily mean we're qualified, but our ways mm-hmm. please God. Yeah. Right. God, therefore, it, it filtered over from God, even unto men. Right. And it says that God will qualify those he yes. calls. So yes. stay with us. We'll be right back with more questions from you, the viewers here on The Christian View. Welcome back to the Christian View 
we're having a great discussion today from questions that you have sent in. And this next question, Hope, is from Rachel from South Carolina. And she asks, how do you overcome an offense and stay out of offense? Wow. That's a loaded question. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> loaded question. Why'd she ask me? I knew you could handle it. I, I knew you could. So You know, Jesus said it's impossible. Yeah. For offenses not to yes. hit our life. It's mm-hmm. just, imp- why? Because we're dealing with all the other imperfect right. people. Right. You know, right. we're all imperfect yes. on a journey to become more like Jesus. People are going to rub us the wrong way. Mm-hmm. They're going to cut us off in, in traffic. Yes. And you're going to want to say ugly words and throw up ugly fingers. And it's impossible. <laughs> yes. You don't do that, do you? No, I, mean, I didn't mean me. I mean everybody. Yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone but us. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's impossible because we're dealing with people, right. humans. Exactly. Who are flawed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that for me, um, you know, I have come up with creative ways to kill people in my brain in, you know, in the night. Like if I could hire somebody, I know some new Christians who wouldn't mind taking care of this. Yeah. Might y'all remember this is me. Yes. But, um, and we still love you. Yes. And they can repent later. Yes, right. yes, yes. But this has always been the key for me. This is just me. How Jesus deals with me is don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Right. And yes. that is yeah. so key that if mm. I will deal with my heart yes. every single day, yes. that yeah. before I lay down at night, I'll say, Jesus, examine my heart. Mm. Show me mm. what I can't see. Mm-hmm. And he always uses the word. You know, the word mm-hmm. is a mirror to us yes. and it's a lamp to our Amen. feet. Yes. And so I, I have my special time in the word at night. Mm-hmm. So, so I don't let the sun go down right. on my issues in my I heart because mm-hmm. they produce, you know, our issues produce our life. Yeah, Scripture says that. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like picking weeds. When I was little, I had to pick weeds yeah. in, in the yard with my mom and dad. Every Saturday we had our chores. Mm-hmm. And if you get a weed when it's tiny, it's so easy to oh, pluck yes, up. It's yeah. like, boom, got it. But if you wait several weeks, mm-hmm. several days, yes. and it gets deeper, harder, you have to take both hands and just mm-hmm. dig and pull. Sometimes you have to get a tool to get it out. But if we will examine our heart every single day yes. to pick out those weeds, it's so much easier it to is. deal with. It is. It's so like in Psalm, yeah. to your point, exactly yeah. where it says, see if there, instead yes. of us worrying about how other people have yes. offended us, in Psalm 139, it says, see. Lord, if there's any offensive way in me. And I think when we shift that focus of, like you said, the way we impact other people as we're bumping through this world and know that we don't want to have any offense before the Lord, then it really does make the things that people do to us seem less important. You know, we've been pastoring 30 years this year and um, it's always amazing to me the people's inability Mm -hmm. to handle Offense. People's inability to handle uh, struggles Mm -hmm. in in relationships. And Matthew 18 is so clear. If you have aught with your brother, go to them. Yes, and and people don't know. We just want to sit and hang. Yeah, and just just think about ways to kill people. Yeah, Yeah, I know. (laughs) know, They die in the night. And that's not God's way at all. When we when we Mm -hmm. really truly align our life with God's way, you know, we can be happy. Yes, and His way is the best way. I think the enemy wants to get in. Yes. Mm -hmm. Look what they did to me. You know know what they did? Can you imagine what they did to me? And one 
one thing I was reading says when you become offended, the last thing you need to do is go to the phone. Right. Oh. Right. Go to the phone yeah. and start or the, or the yes. internet and just yes. go before the Lord. And it and it said that you know if you walk in an attitude of forgiveness, then you can't really walk in an attitude right. of offense. Well, I you think keep yourself. For, you know. And it's so important too that we have to understand that you know in like when you were talking earlier about offense is going to come. Yes. You know, in Luke seventeen and one, he says it's impossible not to live without offense. But yeah. he said, but woe be unto the one right. from whence the offense. Right. Right, right. And I think that if we understand, God reminds us, vengeance is mine. Yes. And he's going to deal with the person who yes. brought that offense against you. But if we want to take it into our own hands, then we've already received our reward. Yeah. So a lot of times when I tell people, I said, you have to understand that, you know, the struggle that you're dealing with right now, God will use some yes. offenses to build your character. Sometimes hmm. you need to become tougher. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yeah. you need to build up your self-worth, you right. know, your outward barriers so that you don't allow every little thing that someone throws at yeah. you to come and prick your heart. Right. You got to understand that God's going to, to me, it's like, I'm going to let God handle that light. God, let you God know? handle yes. it. I love that. Let yeah. God yeah. be your vindicator. Mm-hmm. And yes. for me, I found, I just don't want that negative energy. Yeah. I don't want to mm-hmm. focus on something I can't change yeah. to someone else. And it really does impact your ability to move forward and receive your blessing. If yes. you're worried about mm-hmm. something right. someone did to you, mm-hmm. Yeah, we need to learn to release people. Release yeah. them. Release them 100%. and let them go and not take the bait of Satan. And John Bevere wrote a great book, yeah. and it's called The Bait of Satan. If you haven't read it, I encourage you to get it. But it's, it's an amazing book about how it is a bait and how the yeah. enemy is trying yes. to get us trapped. Yes. Trap. Mm-hmm. So that we're at odds with each other all the time. Absolutely. And look at how social media today in our culture has really reared its ugly head out, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's something that we can look at and go, uh, you don't even realize it, but you're scrolling through something and all of a sudden you take, you're offended by something and you Mm -hmm. take it in and it's like the enemy has just gotten his foot in that little by little by little. And so before we know it, it's not even maybe something that we can actually go to an individual, but maybe it's that moment that we have to go, you know what? I can't take offense to this. Yeah, I need to right. turn yes. this off. I need to And then you delete. bless them. Yeah. Yeah. You bless and them and you bless keep them moving. And, yeah. Exactly. You know, this is this is a word for somebody right here. Mm. It's a it's a really spiritual word. Yes. You ready yes. for I'm it? Ready. Yes. I'm ready. You can keep scrolling. Yes. Amen. You, you can press block. Yes. You can. You can press delete. Yeah. <laughs> You know. I know. Yeah. So this is a word for you right yeah. now today, very highly spiritual. Yes. You know, you can just keep scrolling yeah, and right. not comment and yes. not get in the traffic exactly. of that. That's right. Because what yeah. consumes your mind consumes your life. Yes. And again, I say, why consume your life with something negative yeah, when God exactly. has a plan yeah. and a future yeah, and a right. hope for yes, you? Yes, a good plan. A good right. plan. And let that scroll on by or better still yes. just don't even look Amen. at social media from time to time. Right. I think that should be truly a discipline in our lives. Yes. That. Well, if y'all are struggling with offense, I encourage you not to take the bait. Get into scripture, pray, bless the other person, and then keep moving on in faith. We'll be right back with more on The Christian View. Don't go away. Welcome back. Welcome back to The Christian View. We are having table talk today. We're taking your questions that you've sent in and we're discussing them and weighing them against the word of God. So Sherry, this is a hot topic. This is a hot (laughs) question anyway. Um, And it's from Donna from Florida. Gossip. Mm. How do you feel about gossip and do you struggle with gossip? And we were just talking about gossip a minute ago. So 
Let's talk about gossip and what Scripture talks says about gossip. Yeah, I, you know what? I love this topic. Actually, it's a really tough one to actually tackle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so often we get into these circles or into conversations with people, and right away you hear, "Hey, so let's pray for so and so," or you know, "Did you know that so and so is going through this?" You know, I think we should really pray for them right now. Well, that is gossip, and uh, there is never a good time for it. It is never uh, something that we should be doing. And what I love, there's a there was a quote by Steve Atchison, and it says, "Never engage in gossip. It kills your soul mm-hmm. and it wounds another's yes. heart." And I loved that because what it reminded me of is that the Lord knew that this was going to be something very specific. Again, the enemy was going to try to creep in. He was going to, sh- you know, rear his ugly head in something that we think might look okay, but really it's not. And actually in scripture, it talks over, there's 133 verses Mm. on gossip, slander. And so what we realize in that is that the Lord is saying, listen, the enemy is going to come in. He's going to distort. He's going to destruct. He's going to break souls and he's going to hurt your heart Mm -hmm. in the process. And all of that leads to not trusting one another, not having faith in relationships that we should have. So gossip is not good, never, ever, ever. ever. You know, and it separates the closest of friends. It separates the closest of friends. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, it's extremely damaging. Yeah. Yeah. I heard a Christian psychiatrist years ago say the definition of gossip is if you wouldn't say it in front of the person, it is gossip. And so I, I, this has always stuck with me and I always think, would I say this in front of this person? And, and if you know you would, and you know, they have their, their, if you know you have their blessing to share what they're going through, then that's one thing. But you know, the Bible says if it's not for the edification, if it's not right. Be beneficial to the hearer as well as the speaker. Right. Then there's just no reason mm-hmm. to say right. it, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, it, I mean, even though gossip and slander are different, because gossip yes. is mm-hmm. something that is true. Yes. Slander right. is something that's pretty much made up. Right. We still, oh, I wanted to. I'm sure she wouldn't mind me telling you this. Right. Well, then let her tell you herself. Right. You know, yeah. and yeah. and you, we have to learn. Like there are certain people who thrive on gossip. Oh, they thrive on that that division and that drama. And we've got to we've got to learn to say, you know what? I really don't want to be in this conversation. Right. You know, and I think absolutely. we have to practice too, because you know, it when we when people give us information that's um, personal and when we share it with other people we're betraying their confidence and um, I think that's the greater offense in the gossip is that once we um, betray their confidence then we leave people broken Mm -hmm. even though what we're displaying may be it may be to us interesting Mm -hmm. and a lot of times you know I've been guilty of um, saying things you know and I try to fix it up you know because when people say well I say well allegedly this is what happened you know (laughs) so I'm not really going like well I can't confirm it you know have no empirical evidence Mm -hmm. but we'll use words like that allegedly Mm -hmm. and things but we're still adding to the story and we have to remember the, the position that Christ has given us, yeah. me being a pastor and other things, yeah. the words that we say, people hold on to them yeah. dearly mm-hmm. and they forget about the allegedly, they forget about, and they just tell it as if it's facts right. and, you know, if it's true, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know what? We sow to the wind. The Bible says you yes. reap is a whirlwind. Yes. Mm-hmm. So what we do 
to somebody else will be done back yes. to us, but yes. in greater measure. Yes. Yes. So if our life, if we're sitting here saying, you know, my life is so encumbered with mm. lie, people telling lies about me and people's mm. just talking about me, we need to examine our heart exactly. and say, yes. okay, where did I sow this seed? Right. Right. That is so good. It is so true. Because we don't think about that. Yeah. We don't yeah. think about the repercussions mm-hmm. of what we speak out of our mouth. But scripture says we have the lot power of life and death in our yes. tongues. You know, and if we're speaking negatively about other people, it, it is. It's, it's going to come right back on us. And with I think vengeance. Yes. I think it's based to a lot out of insecurity mm-hmm. when we feel like we need to build ourselves up. Right. Mm-hmm. Somehow we feel putting someone else down Makes does us look that. Yes. Yes. But really it doesn't. I, there was an old preacher who used to say, every time you point your finger at someone, you have three more <laughs> yes. pointing back yeah. at you, which is basically what you were saying. Yeah. Right. Right. About reaping mm-hmm. what you sow. Mm-hmm. And they say gossip is like a fire. The more, it the more you flame, flame it, yes. the more it's going to grow. But yes. if you, if you put it out, it's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so we just have to be careful, you know. You know, and I love the saying that if they gossip to you, they'll gossip oh, yes. about you. Yes. So yes. 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 clear if someone's right. gossiping yeah. to you yeah. because as soon as you leave, I used to have these sorority sisters that would say, if you don't come to the function, we'll talk about you. And you're saying, let me give you something good to talk yeah. about, there you know, go. but at least with those yes. friends, you, you knew yes. kind of, but um, you were used to it. Yeah. Yes. And, and I do think today too, again, kind of going back to this cultural thing, you know, mm-hmm. we see it so often now on social media, we see things posting, you know, people posting about certain things or certain people and saying things that might really not even be true. Yes. Um, and when we repost or we share it or we come back around again, oh, yeah. you know, we have to be really careful about those things too. I think the enemy, he, he has gotten a, a pretty smart in a lot of ways where he gets us to engage in things when we're not even really thinking you know too much about it we think that we're doing something that is just a a routine for us and he's very sly he's very very sly sly. and he gets us into those moments where we're going okay I can do this or I can post about that or and it's it could be something that you know once again is not even true about somebody you know so we have to be really careful about how we're engaging and taking things into our lives and and digesting it and then putting it back out there right. again because yeah. that can my, be gossip. My antenna always goes up when I hear the words, did you hear? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I already know, like, okay, get your yeah. cell phone ready. This may not be a conversation. Right. You right. definitely need to be partaking. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, social media, people are so bold. Yeah. They say things on social media they would never say to your face. Yes, yes. yes. And it was so funny, uh, a few weeks ago, um, I posted something on mine and, and it was like somebody in a ring camera, it was the chronicles of so-and-so uh-huh. and they were speaking into the ring camera like it was my house but we weren't at my house it was just being funny Mm -hmm. you know and so I posted that and somebody said oh wow what a nice house for a pastor (laughs) and I'm like wow that's not even my house but I didn't even respond I'm like I'm not even taking the bait and that's that's just how rumors yeah rumors have start God blesses his children maybe it was your house and And my house is nicer than that where to get us and if he can get us in gossip yeah. then he yeah. will but if we yes. can learn again as our other segment don't take the bait if we can walk away from gossip and just yeah. say you know what I love you I don't want to hear it you know and just walk away in faith knowing that God's going to work out that situation whatever yes. it is whatever they're gossiping about it's going to die down if you walk away we'll be right back here with more on the Christian view don't go away
Christian View. We've had a great discussion called Table Talk, taking your questions and weighing them against the Word of God. So feel free to keep sending those questions in, send your prayer requests in. And we also have a, a prayer number that you can call if you need prayer. So don't hesitate to reach out. God loves you. Have a great day. And we'll see you next time here on The Christian View. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.